Me and gang flying around with sticks like we playing Quidditch. Crazy, it don't cost the damn thing for us to pay a visit. Back to back to back shots, T Mac, it won't take a minute. VIP at LV, I ain't even wait a minute. Working magic with these visas, would have thought I cast a spell. Devil Talk Season 21, Episode 5, baby. That's just first off a triple double of 12 it's bottles true. made. 10 diapers uh, done, and then uh, also cooking about 12 cookies before 1, a- 1 uh, p.m., so we here. Listen, that's a, that's a pretty good stat line. I'm I would not like going to lie. I would like to start this podcast off by saying, you know how much shit you get away when you just have a kid? What do you mean? Like, anything... I need you to explain that. Anything that you don't want to attend, anything that you don't really care about talking about you can immediately just switch it over to like my kids sick or like look at these kid pictures that's true I, but listen i don't have it in me to be a look at my kid pictures type of guy Not yet. because i've been i've been on the other side of that and thing. sometimes like, i might even hold you like no disrespectful shit like i love him but like I, sometimes i don't want to look at him like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this nigga been like a father like, for like a month, and he already reaching that stage where everybody's like, man, just move out already. Like, enough already. Like, I get it. Pro- I, I guess, like, um, I sort of feel like my dad, because uh, when we, whenever we visit my parents, and he's like, what am I supposed to do with him? Like, I'll pick, like, I'll pick him up when he's older. <laughs> I mean, that's facts. Me and dad agree on that one. But, like, just simple fact of, both of the people that I do podcasts with both have at least one child. One has three, and the one has one, right? The simple fact that I do not have a child immediately puts it to, I have to work around your schedule. Because, like, this nigga single, he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. And, like, you can't say nah. shit about it. Listen, um... <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. You know, um... Your other po- podcast co-host, um, he is a lot further in <laughs> into like what I would call the demographic transition of fatherhood. Like he's been married for a while now, right? Mm, yeah, like four years probably. I don't know, yeah, like and he how, how has he been married for four years? And his oldest kid is like seventeen. His oldest kid's not seventeen. Though. His oldest kid's like four. <laughs> all right, listen, but all I'm saying is like he's been in it a lot longer, right? Facts. I think that like um. He's in like the late stage. Like he's he's seen some dark days, and he has like he has like six children, doesn't he? He has three children. Like I just said that shit earlier. He has three. Might kids. as well. Like listen, I man. mean, my, it, I, I guarantee you, three to six is it, not going to be that much of a difference. Especially, he's been having them back to. He had to chill. Back to back to back to back to back. My boy hit me up today. He was like, "Yo, I got some big news." I'm like, "Nigga, don't tell me you got another kid." He's like, "Hell no." <laughs> <laughs> he can't be mad at you asking that because like that's the pattern facts. is there. That's facts. That's facts. Um, also, if if you guys are wondering where the Watch Podcast has been because we haven't put up anything in two weeks, hit him up in DMs, not me. Dad life is crazy. I don't got kids, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you just gotta put him down and like enter the real world again. <laughs> that's a fact. Does, is that what it feels like when you actually get to? I say you get the. Say you go and chill with somebody, like, without the kid or the wife. Is that what it feels like? Like, y'all I'm connected back to the real world. Like, this shit is, like... I haven't like, I haven't had the opportunity to do that, but I'm sure it would be nice. <laughs> it's, like, sort of like a... Let's say, like, you know you got a vacation coming up, 
Facts. Uh, you, you probably can't relate to this because like uh, you're unemployed. But if you can like, <laughs> if you can like, say this on the <laughs> if you can try your best to remember what working was like. And, like, you know, stacking up that PTO and taking that trip to, like, wherever you go, like, Costa Rica or wherever. Like, that last day of work, before, yeah, before, before you're not doing that. That's what, my, I, that's what my whole life feels like right now. That's crazy. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Also, I've never but it's like, um, I didn't have unlimited PTO, yeah. so. I but it's like, you never, you never get to the vacation. Like, you're always on that last day of work. That's what it feels like. And that's going to be it's your sort whole of life. like, um, yeah. I can, like, if anyone has read um, The Myth of Sisyphus, like, do you know about that? It's the dude that's pushing a rock down a hill, up a hill. Nah. Alright, so, boom. So, I'm gonna give it this super short story, but there's this guy, and, like, people don't fuck with him, like, the gods and stuff. So, his punishment is to push a rock up a hill and watch it fall down the hill for Mm -hmm. eternity. (laughs) That's his whole thing. And And you're supposed to relate to him. I guess, I mean... Yeah. Because you're... Because in the story, like, they try to make you, uh, the message of the story is that, like, he's happiest when he's walking back down to push mm-hmm. the boulder back up. Because he's like, it was kind of chill down here for now. And that's So that's what it's like, you know, yeah. when you're watching the boulder go. Look, look at look at this nigga job, like, gems for fathers. That's crazy. <laughs> this is definitely going to be a clip. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, because some philosophy nerd is going to be like, actually, like, shut up. Who cares? Get some pussy. I mean, I mean, niggas did go crazy when you said that Michelangelo was super horny because he drew all the, uh, all the like the super brolic niggas. Nah, you listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong. Also, um, I learned that uh, all those like Greek statues that like we know mm-hmm. they didn't make them, right? What happened was is that the Romans fucked them up so bad, and they were like, "Yo, we kind of ruined all their cool art, so let's just redo it." <laughs> so they just remade all the shit. So it's basically all Roman stuff. Shout out to the Greeks, y'all, y'all got finesse of your culture. Oh no, that's a lot of that's a lot of shit like that, hundred percent. Like, that's that's if you go into the deep dive of that, I'm not gonna be out of no fucking Kyrie or uh, thing or anything like that. But that's definitely this deep guy. down to like stolen history for sure. You know how to, you know yeah, how to just, just remade. You know, Yo, you know how <laughs> it's crazy that a hundred years from now, the Queen of England is going to be wearing like a Rockefeller chain. <laughs> and niggas gonna believe it too. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be like, like, where'd she from? get that shit from? Like, bro. Like, and, and that's the original Rockefeller chain. Don't get it fucked up with the new Rockefeller chain they're giving niggas right now. They didn't give it to her. She, 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 she found a way to get it. <laughs> she icing on her own. Um, Damn, should we, since talking about Rockefeller, should we get into some new music? Do we want to get into Drake 21 or Boldy? We want to get serious I, or you want well, to get on some Listen, I haven't heard the Boldy because I'm, I don't want to say I'm boldied out, but like I haven't even finished, like, I'm still bumping the old shit. Right, you, like, when I can't you told add me like another 14 songs. It's, it's, it's 10 records. But when you told me it was, uh, there was another Boldy, I'm like, man, he came back quick with this shit. So like, I was like, skeptical about like how uh how the quality will hold up because that like when they put out two albums they put out two albums like within like six months they'll put out two albums yeah. just, like the Griselda thing he put out two it albums like, in them in like, like two weeks yeah le- legitimately like I think let me see the Fair Exchange and No Robbery came out damn what day did that come out September 30th and the new one came out November 4th so in a month you put out another ten records because I believe no no fair exchange for robbery was ten yeah so like I guess he did like a deluxe album with this shit so the new album is Mr. Ten O Eight um 
I would say No Fair Exchange for Robbery is definitely better, like, beat-wise for me. Like, I, I like a lot of the jazzy, super, super jazzy um, beats that they made on uh, Fair, uh, Fair Exchange No Robbery. Mr. Tenaway is a lot more grimy. I still fuck with it, though. You know, Bully doing whatever he do. He did this uh, whole album with Future Wave. It's yeah. The, uh, yeah, so, like, it's 10 records. It's a really, like, really, really solid project. For you to drop a really good project and then right after the drop a really, really solid project. Like, if I could put it in terms of, like, let's say Fair Exchange what, or No what's, Robberies. Like what's the eight. production like on this uh, Mr. 1008 project? Mr. Like, 1008 is, like, a little bit more grimy. It's, a little, it's, it's less jazzy. It's less, like, you know, I wouldn't say digestible. I will just say it's less, like, approachable, like, um, production-wise to me. I feel like this 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 was a lot more of um, simpler beats and Boldy just rapping. Like you really, uh, they really fixated on Boldy rapping on here. Like his voice is a little higher than the beats and accentuate like how he raps and what he's rapping about. And this is really good. Like you know, it's the same subject matter. He got one feature on here, but like uh, the fucking milestone record is fire as fuck. Like that that record is like probably like one of the better records out of the both albums the other album to me was just like you know we've talked about it like this before not not to say this relates to boldly or anything like that but if you have a album of great production and the and uh and the bars are subpar your album is still a pretty good album because we what we listen to mostly is the beat like half of the time nowadays niggas don't even listen to the to the uh to the bars but this one was more focused like i would say kind of like nas you know how like when People make records for Nas, and it's like solely for like they leave the beat open so like you can hear what yeah. Nas is saying. That's how this. That's what this one's like. This All right, so it's a lot more open. That's actually it. a good way to put it, because yeah. and you know Boldy isn't always like the the most charismatic rapper either. Not mm-hmm. that I even ask him to be. I listen to a lot of people that just like they just almost talk into the microphone and it <laughs> comes out like that. But if they're leaving it open, I'm sure like what he's spitting has to be something crazy. Nah, he and, he, he some, wants us to hear it. He got some balls on here, like some real, real, like some real good ass balls on here. But like, like I said, Fair Exchange No Robbery was definitely a better because like I just like what uh, Nicholas Carvin did for the beats, and Future Wave was more of a just like low key. I'm just gonna drop a little, like a little, you know, a little mixture in there. Of course, it's like little mixture differences in records and stuff like that. But it was it's pretty straightforward with what Boldy does like it's really really straightforward the other one the other album had more I was more surprised about how much jazz influence beats he had on there kind of like when he did the Jay Versace record on on that one album that he had too like so I like I like that record a lot so that was more of the other album but it was still two fire ass records Boldy like Boldy Stove Guy all of them is doing you know what they do like they gonna be consistent like consistent consistent they're like an Air Force One to me. Boldy's an Air Force One to you? Right. They're like Air Force One to me. Talk like, on some days, you're going to be like, man, how how did like you create such greatness? And on other days, it's just like, man, that's a real solid shoe just to wear all the time. I mean, simplicity is like the greatest design. You that's know what I mean? That's, and I feel like that's what they do. It's, just, it's, it's very simplistic, but it's at a high level compared to like all this other music they're doing now where it's just like, a lot of bullshit going on, and it's cool, but, like, it's not really... They don't really have no essence to it. I feel like Boldy does whatever he does, and he does it well. That's why I feel like him and Baby Tron are really bringing music back. I mean, they both from Detroit. Baby Tron... <laughs> Baby he, Tron he, he dropped a new project, too. Baby Tron drops, like, 10 projects a year, though. So, like, <laughs> that must be a Detroit thing. Like, because that... 
he always got like mixtapes and everything going going on. And I really like I really don't mind because I like his style of rap. Yeah. Just be saying some wild yeah, Baby Tron be having the most unclearable samples of all time as well. 100%. 100% like, how did you how did you even upload this, my guy? Because he's uploading on SoundCloud. He's not uploading that shit on Apple Music. He only got, like, one project on Apple Music, I think. All that shit is Bro, unclearable. He, he, he got the song where he samples the Harry Potter <laughs> fucking <laughs> intro That's the thing. on Spotify. Yeah. It's called I, the Half Blood Prince, and that shit is fire. I mean, he, he definitely got that. He definitely got that clear, but he probably got no points on that. At all. Like they took like ninety eight percent of that. I, how the Harry Potter clears that is crazy to me. But like, this nigga gonna say some shit like a Robbie Granny or some shit like that. Some, some shit like we <laughs> we Granny. He had a record. He had a bar. Nah, he, he said he ride around your hood with sticks like we playing Quidditch. <laughs> I'm telling you, he, he had a bar one time. When you know when they was doing that whole Detroit shit on on Twitter, where like Detroit rappers rap like crazy. He had a bar with like, uh, like my homie, my homie grandma died, rest in peace. Uh, before they put her in like the ca- the casket, we gonna scam her a couple pieces, some some shit like that. Like, he, he, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this nigga's crazy, dog. <laughs> yo, what is dude too? He looked Persian. Babytron? I thought he was just a white guy. Bruh, his hair be, I, but his to be hair fair, be, like I, I never really seen him. His oh, hair shit, is too just, laced for him to be a white guy. I just opened up uh, Instagram Reels, so. Oh oops. yeah, yeah. Oops, right? Yeah, but when I do that uh, shit, it's like yo, he got porn on here. I guess, like he just looked like a grimy white boy to me. Truthfully, I mean I that's some Detroit shit. He looked Persian to me, dog. Like that's a, that's exactly what he looked like. They got a big Persian community in uh, Detroit. That's what I don't know that, what they got. I feel like that's some shit that I'll tell you, like, hell no, and then they be like, bro, it's nothing but Persian niggas in Detroit. They'll be like, yo, there's more Persians in Detroit than there is in Persia. Like, Also, uh, James <laughs> James Johnson, which is his real name, was born in 2000 to a black father and a white mother, so he half black and half white. He could still be Persian. <laughs> Kyrie gonna say next week that black people are the original Persians. That's crazy. Hey, chill. I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to get taken down on Apple Music or anything. As soon as you start talking about that shit, things go crazy. Anyways, I was taking some what water a transition. A um, speaking about the Jewish boy, Drake, 21. <laughs> which which one? Drake's Jewish, nigga. Listen, he could try to be. Drake, 21. Her loss. 16 records. What you remember um this? you remember when Will Smith was trying to get popping on Instagram a few years ago? Mhm. And he was doing everything like he was skydiving on live and like jumping on off of boats and like pretending to care about his son Jaden and stuff like that. Facts. You remember that? Yeah. That's what that's what this Drake project feels like to me. <laughs> In what <laughs> like, ways? It just feels like he wants attention in, like, the worst ways. Like, these, like, at least, like, with the content of the music mm-hmm. and, like, lyrically, as, he's just saying stuff so people would notice him. And I mean, he always does that, though. In a different way, though, because I remember um, a few years ago, I think it was on Scary Hours, the first one. When Diplomatic Community came out, mm-hmm. and he was saying like super regular bars that were people were going crazy about, and it was they were just bars about nothing, right? 
Facts. He but this time, the there's bars about nothing, but they're like antagonizing to people, yeah. which is I mean, kind of like he clearly went at like a ton of people on here. A ton of people. Yeah. And um, he almost went into sort of like a little bit of like um, what Hove used to do, and just like make fun of people, like and get stuff removed, like make people stop doing shit. Like he said, we can't do hibachi anymore. Oh yeah. No party buses, the, shit the, like that. Yeah, but the different the difference between Drake and Hove is. A landslide. Like, ain't nobody looking for Drake for any. Like, if you look. No, I agree. You feel me? Like, if you're looking for Drake as a mood board for anything, you immediately, like, cornball love. I agree. I I look. Whatever Drake is doing, I look to not do actively. (laughs) That's a fact, dog. That's where clothing brands go to die, dog. It's true. That's. As soon as Chrome Hearts touched his body, I knew that I was vindicated for like believing that it was one of the worst things ever created. Soon as Chrome, one of those. As soon as Chrome Hearts touched his body, that shit became true religion, dog. Like that shit. Listen, you, me? you know how that shit go. Yeah. So I didn't think the music on this project was all that great either. Mm-hmm. That fucking Daft Punk sample was like chalk, like nails on a chalkboard to me. Holy yeah, you, shit! You and a lot of people awful. agree with that as well. Like, it's a good. The original song is amazing, mm-hmm. you know, the, the original Daft Punk song. And then when he came and just, like, interpolated the hook a little bit, and it felt like he didn't even try to sing on it, man. Like, it was it was awful. It was one of the worst songs on the project. And then, it to me, with the 21 Savage contributions, it always feels like he was... He was never even really there, or talking about the same thing, or... Aware of what was happening on the project. That's my biggest takeaway about this album. You told you told everybody, yo, this is a Drake and Twenty One collab album, and I got Twenty One. I I hope like some Twitter nerd does like an actual timestamp on. It. I got Twenty One for maybe five minutes of this album. No, they did it. They said for um, Drake says sixty six percent of the words on the project. Yeah, like. I, I, w- I would have wanted more 21 on this album. Like, um, some of these records is cool. Like, you know, because you know what we're going to get with, these al- with, this, with this album. It's going to be a lot of, like, um, 21, like, you know, that talk. And then Drake going to try to follow that with some shit. So, like, you're going to get a lot of that bounce. A lot of a lot of hype records. A lot of records that can play in the club. Like, I feel like any of these records can play in the club and go. Right? Like, I, I feel like Rich Flex is going to be, For sure. like, a club song and it's going to go... Or whatever, because, like, I don't know, like, I guess niggas like to hear 21, can you do something for me? Like, that, okay. I don't, I don't like how that meme, that's a weird meme to pop off <laughs> about this whole project. Like, come on. I like, mean, what, you, you've been seeing it, right? Like, what is that? Man, I, I, I don't even know what to, to, what to say on that, because I kind of feel the memes. Like, you know, they be memeing dude heavy and, like. yeah. I don't know. They be treating Drake a little spicy, like. And they, why they does he treating, say anything? They be treating him spicy. He be spicy. Like, no, like Drake is. <laughs> Drake has his very highly feminine moments, and he's a very like a uh, petty individual, and he's very big amongst the girlies. And I think it's gotten into his head that he he used to be for the girlies, but now he's for the girlies. You know what I mean? Facts. I agree with what you're saying, because, like, look, look at, like, I, a perfect way to break this down for you is he used to say bars that, that like, anybody could put on caption, like, relationship bars. Like, um, like you know, like, all the shit that you see in the relationship bar, like, I don't know, I can't even remember any of them, but, like, 
Or like you used to be with me before, but now like you just circling the block trying to see me or some shit. I don't know. I feel like that's a Drake bar or whatever. But now like I feel like you strictly only making music that women can highlight on Twitter and IG. And that's you can go that route because like like I, I'm putting it to you like this. I feel like he making city girl music. It's little Yachty's influence. I mean, he that's he, what it did, is. he did write for City Girls a lot because like if you look at the bars yeah. that he had, where and he, like, he's on this project a lot too. Mm-hmm, writing I, credits. I saw like a thing on Twitter where like you know again they're trying to say like Drake on some sassy shit, but like when you actually hear the music, it's like he is like I'm not trying to deal with no broke boys, no broke boy. Like that's you know who that's for. For like, real. Like, what? Like, what nigga you gonna say? Like, you ain't trying to deal with no broke boys. Like, what? What's Lil Yachty's real name? I don't know. Christopher or some shit? Gotta be. <laughs> Something like His that. His name though. is a Miles Parks Column. Yeah, that, that fits. He, that fits. Yeah, he's on Broke Boys. Uh, I go. know. Yeah, like, it, even if you look at, like, him trying to defend Drake for, like, the um, Mega Stallion shot that he took, and he's like, that's not about, like, you know, Mega Stallion. That's about getting ass shots. Yeah, why did yeah? Why did he have to jump out and say that? He like wrote my brother it. in Christ. Yeah, he, exactly. He, he probably wrote it, but like even even if like see the thing. This is the thing with like the Drake thing is like he gets a pass, like he gets half of a pass and he gets half of the kill because like people who don't like Drake already are gonna just you know emphasize like him doing some sh- like whack shit like that, and then the people who like Drake are gonna say like oh like you just not getting the bars. But, like, it really is, like, a manipulation of words. Like, you're saying that knowing that it's going to grab your attention. Like, you were saying, like, he, he just is doing everything for attention now. You're going to do that to say, like, to grab attention. But, like, it could be a double entendre bar. But you know exactly what you're doing. Like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the thing. That's, that's all. Like, you, like, you knew. No one's, like, I mean, I'm not crazy mad at it. But don't act yeah. like you didn't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> it wasn't like. Like, you know when you're having a conversation with a chick and, like, you say something, like, in your mind that, like, you know, it makes sense. But when you hear it come out, you're like, oh, no, no. You immediately be like, no, that's not what I meant. Yeah. That's exactly what this is. Like, you, you try you try to get it off and whatever. But, like, even, like, I mean, there's something that was reaching because, like, they talked about the Ice Spice shit. I guess him and Ice Spice used to, like, text or whatever. You know, I don't really get into any of that shit. But, like, you. Like, that, you that's just more um, industry plan shit. Yeah, you know how that you shit know, goes. Just put, like, in your, put in her name where it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Spoken about, yeah, like, but that's what I feel this album was. If if I can, if I can, if I can make a most industry album, that's what this shit was. That's yeah, that's. Did you save any of these songs? No, zero. Like the best yeah, record, on, the best record on here to me was that SNL record. If that whole album would have been like the SNL record, this would have been a really good album. And I and I SNL fuck with twenty one. Yeah, he has a, a record called Which, SNL. Uh, some shit. No, it's not. On here is it? You talking about the one they performed on the fake SNL? What's the one? That, what's the one they performed on the fake SNL one? Bro, I don't I, know. I, I forgot I what did, that is. Whatever record it. that is is the record I'm talking about. I thought that shit was called SNL. I fucked with that record. I thought that record was really good. Oh, they perform on, uh, it's on BS, which yeah. I don't think it's a bad song. I think mm. that song's not so bad. I, I, I like that record. Like the thing is about this album is like you, like I said. It's not that this album is bad. To be honest, like I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be mad at people who said that this album was like one of the more consistent, like good Drake uh, records on here. But I like that that he's that he's dropped recently. But like, it's not anything, you know, really special. Yeah. But like the uh, no punch ins. The the album was 
Cool. I just wish it would have been more 21 on it. But I, I think that's just because I prefer to hear more 21 on those type of beats than I prefer to hear Drake at this point. Like, Drake at this and point... E- and like, even... Even when he's on it, I wish he would actually, like, come on to the song correctly. Because mm-hmm. there'd be parts where, like, there'd be a pause, and then he'll be like, 21, and then come on. And I was like, yo, 40, <laughs> didn't you spend, like, a week in the hospital, like, mixing this extra time? Like, come on, what is this? Yeah, no, like, <clears throat> I feel like, you know, maybe numbers-wise, this album would, you know, show, like, a lot of people listen to this album. But uh, impact-wise, I feel like this didn't do at all what it was supposed to do. I think a majority of this country has undiagnosed ADHD. And what what I mean by that is, is like, I don't think... This this project is an hour long, mm-hmm. right? And I think people just sat there and waited and listened for stuff that can they can just Pick put up. in their group chat or yeah. tweet, tweet. Those little, little moments of, like, dopamine for their brain, and that's it. And then, you know, and this album gives you that. So I can see why people think it's one of the best albums in a while, because it's just that. It's, like, super low effort shit, like. Yeah, it's, it's like a lot of attention grab shit. Like, he had a, he had a bunch of shit. He had the shit where, where he threw a shot at Drum, because I, I guess him and Drum got into a fight over that Cha Cha record, which was the Hotline Bling was- record. That was and, years ago. Yeah, he don't even guess, call himself Drum anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I guess they got into a fight about it or whatever. I didn't even know that existed until Drum said something about it or whatever. And I'm like, damn, you get in a fight with Drum? Drum is like a mad, peaceful nigga. Like, like from what I get, like exactly, he cool. So you know, it's just that stuff where it's just like I don't know. I feel like it's not really like cool or digestible no more. I wouldn't say like Drake is on like a Kanye level or anything like that. Where like. You know, people just completely wrote him off because, you know, all the shit that Kanye been, been like, on or whatever. But he's leaning towards that time where I'm just like, I don't really want to listen to your shit no more, like, at all. Like, I think we've talked about this years ago when you said, like, bro, the downfall of Drake is, like, upon us for sure. And, like, I feel like, I feel like that's what we on. Like, I feel like you was dropping, you was average at 27 a game, and now you... We're just, we're just watching it happen before our yeah, eyes. You, you had, know, all we can do is, like... Put up the stats from before, you yeah. know. Like you was averaging twenty seven a game. Now you averaging nineteen. Like you're not ass, but it's, we don't have to pretend, uh, bro. Come on. You might have to go get the Yodo kid or something, cause like. Shout bitch. out to Yodo kid. He's yeah. wilding on the internet right now. You know what's funny wow. is that, um, the Yodo kid obviously was a thing on Atlanta or whatever, and like people got him, which is what I'm referencing, cause I feel like he's at that same state as Paperboy is. Uh but you sent that shit about the the actual Yodel kid today and I'm like, this thing is still like a thing? Like and, and then when I, I guess I, so. Bro, I went through his Instagram and he really won a Grammy? For back then, didn't he? That's crazy. I did not I know that. I, thought, shit, I yeah. thought they I thought they got that like as a joke. <laughs> you can't get a Grammy as a joke unless you're not. I've been on the show. I mean, damn, <laughs> what a fucking straight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listen. Hey, hey. Nah, but he's a, he's a real person. Uh, he be, he's 16, so he be wilding on the internet. I think they should take his phone away because, you know. I mean, you know how that goes. He, a young he's, kid. he's a very young kid. Yeah, that's, that's what it is, I guess. Um, continuing this. Uh, Rihanna told all y'all like, yo, the uh, uh, album and the Super Bowl two different things. So I'm not dropping the album. I don't know where y'all got that. She from. said this. Where she, did she say this? She's. Uh, I saw it on, on the article. I forgot to link the article, but basically she was saying like, 
you know, she has new music, but, like, the Super Bowl doesn't really dictate that she's going to put out new music. It's what I got from that album. Uh, I don't know if the Navy going to kill me for that or anything like that, but, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised, dog, so. You know, I've never seen someone hate their fans so much like Rihanna does. Man, Her music fans. Bro, it's different. If you if, if me and you started this podcast and then me and you started a clothing line and then we start getting billions of dollars for that clothing line, ain't no way we doing the podcast as much as we do now. Nah, but listen, if someone <laughs> came to me and was like, Yo, I I don't I fuck with the pod from way back then, I'd be like, Yo, thanks. <laughs> At least I wouldn't be like, yo, you know what? Fuck you. You ain't never getting another pot again. Who's who she get over it. Fuck you to the point, you bum. She might as well. <laughs> I mean, look, bro, you gotta read between the lines. You sound like a hurt you, baby fan. You can't just be like, yo, the Super Bowl doesn't dictate. Yo, like, come on, bro. Just look, say that, like, yo, that, I'm not working what, on anything. That's what <laughs> I got from it, at least. But I, I don't know. I could, I couldn't tell you like that, like what she said verbatim. But she was basically saying like she's not dropping any music anytime soon. Like the Super Bowl is this, is is this thing on its own, which I kind of feel on. Like just because on a on a Super Bowl don't mean I I gotta drop out new music. Cause I have enough music to do the Super Bowl. Yo, serious question: We watching Blank Panther two? Yeah, I'm actually. Did it come out? It comes out today. I'm I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, we should all get together and watch it. I'm done. Set it up. I think we're gonna go next week though, cause like you know it's gonna be really packed this week. But we we, Facts. we can definitely go do that. Mad- Mad people wearing um the kiche cloth, dashikis, yeah. Mad. Yo, do you Listen, remember when the white like the niggas one. at US at that college were wearing dashikis <laughs> just like a, on a on a on a normal on a normal day? Yeah, man, they were that trying to you know wild, show solidarity. Bro. That was wild. What's crazy that is that they would wild. wear that and then go eat at Pollo Tropical like nothing was <laughs> nothing was out of the ordinary. But they Holy was wearing shit, that thing like is, a white tee. This thing is two hours and forty minutes, bro. It's a Marvel movie, fam. That's that's you not getting a Marvel movie under hour forty five. It's two hours and forty one. I mean, this, I might as well watch Lord of the Rings. But you know how much shit they gotta explain. You know all the little shit that they gotta do, or whatever they gotta explain. How like uh, recipes chat with Bozeman, what character died off, and then who was gonna be next, and who he chose to be next, and like. The little tease of Ant-Man finding his way to be in this movie or some shit like that. You know how this is going to go. If Ant-Man makes it into Wakanda, I'm walking out of the theater. I don't, hey, know. Look, I don't know. Like, uh, listen, I don't want to see it. I don't think Paul Rudd should be allowed around I'm gonna tell you uh, right now. Minorities. I'm going to tell you right now. There's not a bigger fan of Ant-Man than the person I do to watch podcasts with. He's a huge Seriously? Fan, 100%. I mean, his movies are good. I just think Paul Rudd's hilariously, like bad i don't know who loves marvel movies more than the dude i do the podcast where he loves some shits um continuing this on let's get to some clothes like i'll tell you right now as far as clothing there hasn't been a more uninspiring like two years than the last two years of clothing like i feel like everybody's doing a whack-ass collab like it's fucking getting terrible out here we need some new shit we definitely need some new shit a whole new like brand needs to come out. A few of them actually and just reset the whole thing. A little some like some real disruption because like it's so boring. Because like if you look at it, Palace did a collaborations with Y three right, and I'm like, damn, this would have been dope like fucking four years ago, six years ago, and I and I went through it and I was like, they got some alright pieces, but like 
you basically just made a Adidas tracksuit with a P on it. Like, I don't feel like that's, you know, creative. And, like, they just did a, a big collab, too, with Gucci. And, like, I feel like that shit came and went. Like, they, I saw somebody just, like, you know, like, like a reel or some shit. Like, oh, like, this girl's wearing a, a Palace Gucci leather jacket or whatever like that. I'm like, yeah, but, like, like that shit looks like a Supreme Vanson jacket. And, like, it, it's not really, you know, like, anything, like, worthy of, like talking about like I, that's why i feel like because i know a lot of people come in here to listen to like you know music and like and um clothing but like if there's nothing good if, if you feel that we're talking about north face and carhartt and noah and all the you know and awake and all these street brand, streetwear brands mostly it's because they putting out like more creative shit they're putting out good stuff not just putting out collabs that like is our money grabs and i feel like that's what it's been mostly but we can't get into noah collaboration you saw this one, the Barbour collab? Mm-hmm. I don't... You know, as... It's natural that, like, as you get older, I at least I think so, that, like, you are drawn more to, like, dressing conservatively. Yeah. Like, a little less loud colors, mm-hmm. more muted tones. Like, you find, like, stuff that works for you and your body, shit that you like. So you learn, like, what you like to wear, and you, like, kind of stick with it. Yeah. These, this c- collection looks like they've been dressing like this for 4,000 years. And it's dope. And it's dope. I like, fuck, I fuck this, with this collection a lot. I, I really fuck with these, like, these uh, coats and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the, like, the off-color um, collar. Yeah. The brown collar. Mm-hmm. And the material looks dope. I'm not going to lie. It looks, it's like a like, fisherman's really coat, kind stuff. of. Yeah, and the, and Listen, Barboard always always puts out really, really, really good, uh, high quality good things. But we've always talked about this collab. Every time they do it, it's always really, really good shit. Like with coats and like even pants. I don't really see them doing too much pants and stuff on this on this uh, collab. But <clears throat> the the problem always has been with this collab for us is the pricing. Like this jacket's gonna be seven hundred fifty dollars. Like, and I'm just like, all right, yeah. cool. Like, I mean, that's just that's just Barboard. That that other brand, the Barber brand, like they're traditionally like more expensive. Yeah, and that's not to excuse Noah because Noah's prices have been. Crazy. I feel like uh, there's two ways you get out of the streetwear category. Like uh, you actually make non-streetwear shit, mm-hmm. or you just price yourself out. And Noah was like, we're just gonna price ourselves out. I think that's what a lot of people do is price themselves out. Because I, I don't think... Uh, with, th- with this one, there's a there's a lot of uh, quality changes. So I understand with Barbour, they like, they're high-quality shit. So I understand the price point. I'm not mad at that price point. But I would say this jacket with them costs $350, $400. And now this jacket is going to be like $750 because there's no on it. So you attach an extra $350. So you're right. He, yeah. is pri- he is pricing it out. But we've talked about this prior to, like... <clears throat> you just doing uh, Emilion Dior Part Two, and then just charging us the same price when I know what quality they have. The and, uh, the jacket is a uh, four eighty. It's not that bad though. Yeah, but they also have like the that's for like the casual jacket, the um, the line jacket, like the camo one. Mm-hmm. They they go for eight eight hundred. Yeah, I mean like I I get it, but like you said, like you, you see that you're gonna 
do it extreme quality, you're gonna price yourself out. But like even even if you look at it like this, like Kiff has good quality of shit, but like he's still in that streetwear brand. I, I don't see Kiff as being like, you know, one of the upper echelon streetwear brands. I see him being just a streetwear brand. I put him in the same thing as Stussy and like uh Noah and all that shit. But if you look at ALA D, the the reason why I don't qualify that to be like, you know, just a normal streetwear brand is because of the type of clothing that they put out. Right. And, that, and, and that's the, the the presentation matters a lot too. Hundred percent. It's it's all about how you market your 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 clothing brand. Like if you market your clothing brand with just like you know skaters and all that shit and all and all that. Which I fuck with the skate with the skaters, but if you qualify that shit, that's who that's the market you're gonna get. And I feel like Ald does that shit like more upscale, but it's still streetwear. But it's gonna be that I'm paying three hundred fifty dollars for a mohair cardigan, cause that's just what it's done. Um, continuing this, a, a collab that I didn't really see coming at all, and I actually kind of like this collab a lot, is, uh, the Margella Solomon collab. I like the sneaker that they put out. Um, the one that you actually like has, this? the one that has the cover, I like. Okay, I f- yeah. I feel like it's a good blend of both of their, um, companies, because, like, that, that cover is kind of like a, the way I see it is kind of like a Margella Future style, like, when they, when they, when they used to have that sneaker, when it used to be really popping. I like it. I like the I like the colors of whatever, but I would I you know what the shoe's gonna cost. Like so I'm like yeah. mm. I mean I, I agree with you. I like the shoe with the foreskin too. Like uh um, <laughs> I knew you was gonna call that shit. <laughs> I knew you was gonna call it that. <laughs> but I, I can't sit here and pretend like I have to that Margilla has actually been a brand since two thousand and six. Facts. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, I agree with you. And that's coming from somebody who said that Margiela was like at the top of his game when we first started the uh, the podcast, and now I like all these companies. Like, I really, really feel like luxury companies, man. Like, they shit in the bed with a lot of stuff. Like, you know, the money's still gonna be there, but I feel like the creativity aspect of it. Like, after Recipes Virgil that first collection, and then that Kim Jones first collection, there really hasn't been anything too exciting with any like from. There hasn't been a, a luxury brand that has made me want to buy something from their brand in a while. Like, right. like as far as like, high-end, high-end. Like, with stuff like this, I have to question, like, uh, the purpose. Like, what utility does this sh- show or serve apart from, like, if it looked ugly and it did something cool. <laughs> or if it had yeah. something. Yeah. But it just kind of looks ugly, kind of look ugly. Yeah. Like, appealing. It, like... That's a shoe that that if we were to be seated that shoe, I'd wear it. Would I pay for that shoe? No, I wouldn't pay for it. You remember the Comme des Garcons um, foam posit that just had like the swirl, like the circles? Mm-hmm. I need that because that's hideous, but it's like a certain type of hideous where it's like, <laughs> oh, you actually did something here. But like the, the show, the actual effort besides just getting a Solomon shoe and just putting what AB Dash would refer to as a foreskin on it. <laughs> exactly. Um, continuing this, a brand we haven't talked about in a while because I feel like you know they were just doing doing shit in a different direction. But I really fuck with uh, with the brand is um, Awake. They have a, a whole new collection, and I feel like they're getting back to more of the essence of it. Um, I sent you the the uh, the coat the other day, and you were like, this looks like a person who sells art in the LES, and I feel like that was the best way to <laughs> encapsulate what that what that coat looked like. Um, but I like a lot of the shit that he just was doing here with, like, the hoodies and the tones of it and, like, the cuts of it. 
Uh, if you look at like the flannels that he has, the really dope flannels. I I don't know if I'm just getting more into flannels or there hasn't been a really good flannels, but their their flannel is really good. And then uh, Woolrich actually has a new flannel that's coming out too, that like look really really well done. I feel like I've been getting the same color as flannel with the you know the lumberjack. You think uh the the paisley one? Which is one? that one you're talking about for the awake flannel? Uh, the Pacer like one's the actually blocks? pretty dope. I fuck with it. I like. Yeah, I, I, I'm not mad at it. I like the the one that you sent me the other day too. The, it's just a button up with the um with the, the fucking uh, uh Virgin Mary on it. That shit is hard. That's, that's very Mexican. That shit is kind of hard at the Mexican party. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely for your family. Nah, dog. listen. That's just gonna go crazy with with the AOD loafers. That should have go crazy at the Mexican family, boy. That that's a legitimately what it did, but like I mean, you know, you know, Angelo's is from Hispanic descent, so like you know how that is in a, a, a Hispanic household. But like if you look at what he did the last week when we were talking about it, we didn't even, we didn't talk about it, but we talked about it personally. But like look at the awake USA soccer team thing. I feel like that that doesn't really make sense for their brand. Right. But like when you switch it up to what what he's doing now, going back to the classic awake like uh, quote unquote like uh, logo shirts. And the colors that he chose, and just the 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 hoodies as well, and then you start branching out to the paisley button ups, and then the yeah. the um, varsities and stuff like that. Like I, I fuck with it. I, I like his take on shit where he just has that box flannel too, and then he has the skeleton on the back. I like that shit. Like I feel like it's a certain shit where like uh, mm-hmm. with the United the soccer team, the United States men's national team, that's clearly just. You got to make quarter four look good in the books, right? That's a that's a business decision. mm -hmm. But you make that so you can put the fucking Virgin Mary on a white shirt and be like, here. (laughs) But there has been a lot of shit that Awake's been doing that that I'm that I wasn't really going crazy for. Like they did the UPS collab and stuff like that, which is like cool that you get more uh, noticeability with like you know just everybody else. But like I feel like that dilutes the culture within your brand with shit like that but like he did like the whole thing too he did um the special Man, UPS shirt. workers can't be into streetwear that's crazy you, you know what I mean dog like the corporation is what takes the essence of it but he did the the bad bunny like special tea for the New York um yep the New York Yankee Stadium show which were really dope I wish they would have sold those everywhere cause I would have fucked with it like me personally I wouldn't have bought it but I would have bought it for someone and I, and I thought that that shirt was really dope. But, like, even when we talk about the um, the varsity, like, the varsity has a way for it to be really well done. It's just that he overdid it. But, like, at least you're going for something more streetwear, like, availability rather than just, like, you yeah. know, UPS, like, collab or USA, USA collab. Like, you know, like, that shit's kind of whatever to me. But I fucked with it. Um... I guess we'll end this shit off with uh, AB Dash said all y'all niggas is pussy on the Della Talk underscore, underscore, <laughs> underscore Twitter verify underscore, underscore listen I might verify some bullshit just to see what's going on who I can get away with one thing that I don't get with, get is so like I could just pay for a blue check now like it like Wait, I don't one, I don't gotta sec, go to the process sec, one sec. yeah no punchings um but the the thing that I don't get is. Can I just pay for a blue check now and like there's no verification process of it anymore? It's I saw from what I know, it's not a, a blue check you get if you pay for it. Mm-hmm. You get like a different kind of check, and people who check your profile, it tells you what kind of check you have, right? Yeah. But who's gonna go through that? If I see 
um, George Bush with a check mark, I'm just gonna be like, oh shit, it's George Bush. But you know how that shit goes, though. Like, it's just gonna be one of those things now that like you gotta check for another like yeah, stamp this on is a it period now. account. Yeah, like everybody's yeah, saying like oh, it. Twitter's gonna die. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you, it's looking very Drakeish right now. But I don't, I don't think that platform just goes away because you guys don't like who bought the platform. Um, but like, you know how that shit goes, like. I'm not paying for a blue check. We don't got a blue check now, but we won't be paying for one. So yeah, Jesus actually had a really good idea about it. I saw it. Did you see what he said yeah. about the bank? Uh-huh. <laughs> Listen, I mean, <laughs> well, if you see Wells Fargo with a zero come out tweeting a link about a five hundred dollar bonus program, just know that it's your boy. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't doubt that that's gonna be the next scam. Speaking of scams, I got a little quick story over here. So, yes, that's how, that, I didn't talk about this in our group chat. I talked about this in another group chat with all our cousins. Um, so, I noticed I got a, a, a call from the bank. But, like, you know, like, you know how this, the scamming shit is. Like, that couldn't even, that, that could not be the bank. Until I noticed that I got a message at night. And I got, like, a, like one of the messages that come directly from the bank. And I saw that I had already responded to the, like, the bank, you know, like, tell them to stop. Or, like, you know, when you get the notifications. And I was like, you have, like, 11 uh, charges that, like, we, we, we got to talk about. And I'm like, what the fuck going on right now? <laughs> so the bank called me at 3 o'clock. I, I went into the room at 7 o'clock in the like, right, It's time to dispute these charges. How the fuck that nigga trying to run up $20,000 in Walmart on my car? That's really crazy. <laughs> That's that really Walmart, crazy. How did, you even, how did you even get that amount? What did you try to buy? Bro, it was, like, 10 transactions of, like, a bunch of shit. Like, which I was, like, which I was trying to scam on my car. Like, niggas was just racking up TVs at Walmart. Like, that's crazy. Like, you can spend 10 bands at Walmart easily, but, like, that's a... Yo, how'd they get that shit? Bro, I don't... It, it's it's my actual bank card, too. So, I don't know how they got it, because, like... That's kind of crazy. My... Because my, I don't use that bank card. I only use credit cards. Uh, I just take the points so I can just travel. But what, what my guess is that one time I used it... At a gas station, but I used that at the gas station with the Apple Pay. So I thought like, oh shit, maybe this will make it a little bit, you know, more encrypted or harder for niggas just to scam off. But knowing, knowing how niggas move, especially New York niggas, they just probably just got this, the the scan and read thing, and they just read all the numbers that are on that, you know, the little scan thing they have at the Wawa's anyway. So like, you know how that shit goes. But damn, y'all try to really run up twenty bands in Walmart. That's crazy, dog. That's really Did it say anything about them getting caught or like what? No, I, I ain't inquired about that shit. I'm trying to find them niggas now to see if I can buy that shit half off. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy. All right, Teletalk Season 21, Episode 5. Peace. We are- they call me Rocky Rose over the Viking stove. I'm icy cold like a pig lead pirate dope in the pirates. Soon as I cut the pilot on, time to turn up the temps. 600 degrees like that dread here from Holly Grove. Went from performing in kitchens, loud to rocking shows. Copping from the Coney, now we swapping all that Papa Dose. 30 in the morning, grinning with a snotty nose. Big 40 on me, I'm the wrong nigga to pick on. Heard they tipping on me, must have heard I got them bricks gone. Worth a turn informant, had to dump all of my flip phones. 